You're listening to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Father Roderick. Hey, this is the show all about the TV show, The Biggest Loser, aired all around the world. But more importantly, this show is about you and how you can learn to lose weight and live a more balanced and healthier life. And as we announced in the previous episode of this podcast, this is the brand new Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. We're going to do this all differently. Instead of just rehashing what happened on the TV show which is not very relevant for people that haven't watched it. We're going to focus more on the lessons that we can learn from the Biggest Loser TV show. We're going to give you good information about food, fitness, and health. We're going to share our personal experiences because both Cliff and I have been on a journey towards, well, being less heavy and more healthy. And we want to bring in the community a little bit more. We want to hear from you. We want to enable each other to help each other to motivate each other on our journey towards a better healthier more balanced life and so we came up with some new segments for this show and uh, those segments are going to be a little bit reminiscent of the tv show the biggest loser which by the way is now almost everywhere on tv not just in the united states but i heard that in australia it has become actually i've seen part of uh, the australian new season it's on in new zealand it started i think it's about to start or it started in the uk and it started in germany which is the neighboring country next to uh, to the netherlands so that's all very cool and all these biggest loser tv shows kind of follow the same ingredients or have the same ingredients you've got the temptation you've got the challenge the workout you've got um, in the australian biggest loser the master class where they give you information about fitness about food about health there's of course the weigh-in and the elimination and well we kind of named our new segments according to that subdivision we are going to talk about temptation about our challenge of the week we're going to talk about you know we're, we're going to have a, like a mini masterclass in each episode where we are going to share some of the information that we that we gathered or the things that we've learned and uh, from time to time we'll bring in guests we'll bring in experts that will help us learn more about a healthy lifestyle we're gonna have a, a segment called the weigh-in where we will fess up we will confess and tell you uh, if we were successful or not in losing weight this week and we want to hear from your successes or failures it's it's all part of the game and then of course we want to talk a little bit about eliminate elimination we're not going to eliminate any hosts because i think in two weeks that would be the end of the show but <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about about stuff that, about bad habits that we want to eliminate or bad food or you know anything that that was part of our former lives and we want to get rid of it and we want to replace it with something good so all that is coming up in uh, this week's brand new episode of the biggest loser fan podcast that's right father roderick and of course we are not going to be doing a full play-by-play -play recap of the show but we are each week going to share a little bit of our reactions to anything we've been watching related to the biggest loser and so let's turn to the reactions right now All right, Father Roderick, so we did get a new episode of The Biggest Loser here in the U.S., and I will tell you, I really enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, me too. I liked it a lot. I, I thought it was... I'm, I'm actually, I'm very 
happy that the show is back in 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 its former rhythm. I hate it when the show gets interrupted for several weeks because of you know even though it was for a good cause because of the Winter Olympics. But I'd rather see the Biggest Loser than the Winter Olympics because when I see these guys on you know skiing and skating, I'm like I'll, I'll never be able to do that. But hey, these guys and and gals from the Biggest Loser, I I, I can identify with them. So and and it was a, it was a good episode. It had a good mix of I think you know drama and and personal stories and and uh there were actually some some charming moments in there and and the 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 overall theme of this week uh was was great it was okay working out if you're full time on the ranch that's one thing but how are you going to do that in combination with a normal work week exactly and, and I, yeah, so so the whole this was of course work week here in the in the U.S. version of the Biggest Loser, and there were a couple things that I really uh, enjoyed was the fact that number one is that it you know encourages people you don't have to work out six hours every single day to see results. You can actually work out in the morning. Um, you know you can eat right during your busy schedule. Uh, you know the whole idea of having to find a place in your day to schedule physical activity. And uh, I was really excited, Father Roderick, to see the 5.30 a.m., you know, activities. Yeah. Yeah. This is something so, that you and I have done. Um, we we had adjusted our schedules at various points in our lives and in our journeys uh, with this idea of working out, getting up early in the morning, getting that early start in the day. And I will tell you, every time I've ever done this, my life is better for it. But oh, Father yeah. Roderick, I will tell you, I struggle with going back to those old habits of staying up late and then waking late. How about you? Same thing here. Um, and we might want to talk about that a little bit more when we talk about our, our challenge or perhaps even our temptation. But it was I, I was very motivational to see this week on on the American Biggest Loser that the, these people were doing it. They were waking up at 5.30 in the morning. Actually, the, 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 even the, the sound of the alarm was exactly the same sound that I hear every morning when my alarm goes off. I, they had exactly the same beep, 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 beep. And, uh, and then at 5, they were no, at 6, they were in the gym for one hour. And then they had to take the bus and work for eight hours in a food bank, which I thought was great too, to, that they brought that into the show to you have all these super overweight people distributing food to people who have, who have nothing to eat. I, I thought it was a, a wonderful thing to see. A very moving thing for me was the actual employee. They showed an employee at the food bank. This guy was obviously, uh, he he could be a contestant on the Biggest Loser Ranch and uh, himself. And he obviously, you know, came in and, and desired to have some sort of inspiration that, man, you guys are doing this. You know, can you give me some advice? And... One of the things that he said, and and I wrote this down, he's like, listen, you know, it, it's it's not like I ever desired this. It's just like, you know, I get busy. I don't think about this. I come home and I sit down. And then all of a sudden, one, one day you wake up and you just look like this. And he also mentioned the fact that, you know, he's carrying the weight. You know, his, he said his dad was huge and and so much that his dad died when he was 33 years old, when his dad was 33 years old. And, wow. and now here's this guy, extremely overweight. He literally is at the physical health. You can just tell that he could literally die at any given moment as well. And and he's really concerned when he actually says, and I'm 33 now. And you could just see the emotion. It's like this guy knows that he's, 
you know, if, he, if something doesn't change right now in his life, he doesn't have much longer to live. Well, and I think what also touched me was that the, the contestants that were working there and were talking to this man, uh, they could relate so much to what he said. And I think one of the contestants said, you know, the problem with this, this man or, or, you know, we all recognize it because he's putting, he's putting himself last. He's helping all, all other people during his, you know, his whole life, but he forgets himself. And he, he neglects his own health. And I think that's a very, very important message for, especially for all the good people out there that are not overweight because they're, you know, just lazy or they don't care. But it's because they, they are so used to taking care of other people that they forget themselves. And you can only give if you also take the time to receive yourself. And you can only help other people to live a healthy and balanced life if you first find that balance for yourself. Absolutely. And and that's the one of the things that I found encouraging. You know, these contestants, I mean, they were this guy. They yeah. were this guy just a couple weeks before, eight weeks prior to this. And here they are now giving advice. I love the advice that says, you know, you just got to get up. And, and sometimes, you know, if, if you can only get up and walk around the block, then by golly, get up and go walk around the block one time. And then, you know what? You you go and you do it again. And, and you keep walking around the block until you can walk around the block two times. You know, Isn't that it, how did both of us have started? We, we didn't start by signing up for the gym and hiring a personal trainer. We started by walking and then jogging a little bit. And it, it was almost nothing that we could do at the start. And after a while, you start to build up endurance and, and, and it starts paying off. But that I remember those early days when the only thing I could do is just run for 30 seconds. And I would, I would feel like I was dying, <laughs> but I did it. And, I, and it felt great to be doing it. And today you're walk, you're running 20 miles. Exactly. <laughs> or, or are you today? We'll talk about that in the confession <laughs> section. <laughs> confession with Father Roderick. Ah, that's so funny. Yeah. I, I also, yeah, I, I, I really like the, 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 the fact that these contestants for a whole week, you know, they show the first two days really uh, extensively. And then they show that the rest of the week is the same old routine. You know, it's like waking up, bleep, 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 workout, <laughs> going to work, <sighs> working hard, sleeping in the bus, <sighs> working out again, <sighs> going to sleep. And, it, and, and oftentimes our life is like that. It is this kind of routine, but they got in two hours of fitness every day, regardless of the fact that they had such a busy life. And, and wow, during the way in, they all lost big time, man. It was like nine pounds, 10 pounds, eight pounds. It was very impressive. That, and, and then, and that was encouraging. I was like, okay, if they can do it, what am I complaining about? You know, I'm, uh, I should get up earlier. Just, an hour earlier so that I can get one hour of workout. And then at the end of the day, instead of feeling tired and, and, and telling myself, oh, I can just, you know, sit on the couch and watch TV. I, I could easily put in another hour. And what they, what they showed there is that whole, you know, after they are finished working out, they're on the commute home on the bus. I mean, these guys are exhausted. They're tired. They, I mean, they, some of them have been extremely physically active through that day and they're just wiped emotionally, you know, uh, physically and, and, and mentally. And then all of a sudden they come 
to the ranch and they've got to work out. But you know what? They they did it. And I will say this is true. You desperately do not want to work out. I mean, it, it is everything that's within you says, I don't have what it takes to go work out right now. But I will tell you that from my own experience and what we even saw with them on this on the TV is that you go and you get started and before you know it, five, ten minutes into it, you start to you start to get excited and you start to feel good. And then all of a sudden, when you're finished working out, it's like, wow, I feel awesome. I feel on top of the world. I could go run a marathon. You know, it, it really does help. Yes, definitely. And 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 that's you know, that's physical because it, it, it when you start to work out, your body starts to produce certain chemicals, certain, I don't know what the names are, but, you know, you get actual chemical reactions in your bloodstream that give you more energy and that wake you up and that, that, that combat stress and everything. So, um, it, it, it's not just a psychological effect of, of working out. It, it just has so much benefit to your overall mood and overall, you know, level of, of energy. I only have one more note that I want to bring out from the episode, and I'd like to move on to some of our newer format. Uh, but the other thing that I got from this was um, Sam forgot to bring his food. Of course, you know one of the things is is that when you're working and you're you know you've got you're away from your house and you're in a different environment, you know yeah. sometimes it, it's hard to think how am I going to eat healthy. Uh, and one way to do that is, of course, to bring your own food. And I really enjoyed the fact that they actually made a point to show that Sam actually forgot to bring his food. He, he made it. He planned it out. But when it came to it, you know, here he is. He's there and he left it at home. And so what do you do in that scenario? And of course, I'll tell you what, the big temptation is to head over to the vending machine or the temptation is to go for the, you know, the 99 cent menu at the local fast food store. Now, obviously, this was more of a they made a big deal of the product placement here with Subway. But the idea is that it is possible to go out and it is possible to make some healthy choices, even in those scenarios. Yeah. You gotta. You always have to be careful that it doesn't become an occasion for you to tell yourself, "Oh, okay, I can go eat fast food. I forgot. Too bad." You know, there's always a way to to. You have to stay in character in in a situation like that. It's kind of an emergency, but you cannot afford to forget about all the healthy principles and then and just start eating junk food just because you you forgot your lunch. You still should count your calories and go hunt for for good food or you know even visit the local local supermarket and, and get, get an apple and uh, some some whole wheat bread or something like that but it's it's you know this, this stuff is going to happen to all of us and at one point we're going to be in situations where apparently we we're we're kind of out, outside of our comfort zone and uh, we we don't have um our our own fridge at hand we don't have our healthy stuff and then we still have to we have to improvise but we have to stay true to our to our goal to always eat healthy absolutely well father roderick was there anything else in the biggest loser this week that you wanted to pull out anything no, even from your I, other shows i've been watching uh, uh the the australian biggest loser um a few few more episodes because that's a daily show so my goodness that's a lot of information it's it's just uh they, they have a half an hour every evening and so there's a lot of every 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 episode starts with kind of uh, half half the episode is a rehash of what happened the day before that, but I'm I'm still really enjoying it for some reason. Uh, the fact that they spin it out gives the show uh a, it's it's a le- it's less um I just said it's it's less superficial. It it gets more you get to know the characters better and 
this year there's so much good information in these episodes. I mean, they introduced the, the concept of a masterclass where the trainers are not just, you know, the executioners of their contestants, but they actually sit down with the contestants and they explain certain things and or they get in a food expert. And and so they get oh, it's a course about healthy healthy living and the idea is that the contestants have to learn during their stay uh, at the Biggest Loser uh, campus or whatever, wherever they are, they have to learn also a bit of theory so that later on when they're back home, they, they, they can apply all that knowledge and, in, and apply it to their you know, day-to-day situation instead of just being in that kind of artificial environment all the time because you know, it's in, in real life that, that they need that knowledge. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm liking it a lot. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, let's move on to some other segments here. Now, um, the next thing you want to talk about or uh, introduce is this idea of the temptation. Explain to us what what is it that you've got me into now, Father Roderick? <laughs> yeah, I should I should make some some jingles for all these different clips. Uh, um, we'll work on that. Um, but, you know, temptation is, a, is, a, is an ingredient of The Biggest Loser. And and it's something that we all come across every week. There's always a one or two moments, at least in my life, where I'm tempted to either, you know, go back to my former habits or I'm I'm in this situation where I was like, oh man, I I, I can just, you know, I'm gonna quit. I'm not gonna do this. Or you know, these moments where you're in front of a choice and and the, the choice is am I going to choose in a consistent way to be healthy or to become healthy? Or am I gonna, you know, Am I going to fall for this for the temptation, whatever it is? And so I, I, I figured it could be a good moment for us to share those moments because I'm pretty sure that all our listeners have similar situations. And so it can be a moment where we can kind of think about it aloud. You know, how can how can we avoid temptation? How can we become stronger when we're faced with temptation? And well, let me just for, start first because I don't know if you know. I don't want to assume that you've been tempted this week. Oh, haven't so- we all, Father Roderick? <laughs> well, I don't know. I. I keep you to a high standard cliff <laughs> but i know that I'm, I'm i'm weak and i had this very strange temptation the other day and it came totally out of the blue i was a little bit surprised i was you know i i usually eat healthy and when i'm at the supermarket doing my groceries there are just certain parts of the supermarket that i deliberately skip because i know that if i walk through those aisles i'm going to be tempted and for me, the big temptation, and I think that's something that we share. I, I don't, I couldn't care less for sweets or chocolate or the the cookies or that. I don't care for that at all. Never, never cared for it. But I am always tempted by salty snacks. Uh, you know, anything salty, chips, you know, uh, sausage, whatever. And so there's this part of the supermarket where the, the whole aisle is just filled with with salty snacks. And I, I, I must have been, you know, distracted and, and uh, you know, I had my, my little basket with the vegetables and, you know, the, the whole grain rice and whatever, rice and, and, and lean meat. And, and then I turned a corner and suddenly I, I'm in front of this huge wall of chips. And, and before I knew it, I was like, yeah, let's, let's eat some chips tonight, you know, and boom, I take two bags. And I, I walk to the counter to, to pay to pay my groceries and I was like wait a minute what did I just do did I just completely lose my mind I'm you know 
I already had this idea of bringing in this temptation moment in the show. And I was like, golly, I'll be, I'll have to confess this. <laughs> and so I went back and I got rid of the chips. Nice. But it's, that's, I, I, I think, you know, in retrospect, thinking back of the situation, I think I just completely uh, regressed to my old me where I would do that without even blinking. Of course, if I, if I'm at the supermarket, I'd take some chips. I was, I was eating chips almost every evening. And then I would eat the whole bag, you know, that, that was my, the former me. And I just, it was as if I was just went back in time and, and I was like, whoa, but I'm no, I don't want this anymore. And I'm pretty sure that if I would eat a, a full bag of chips, I wouldn't even enjoy it anymore because I'm not used to the high level of, of sodium anymore. But it, it was so weird. It just caught me by surprise. Well, I will share my temptation with you, Father Roderick, and I'm going to tell you, I, I, my outcome was not so good. I did not turn around and, and, and change my ways. Um, this week, I was tempted to become so busy that I, I uh, was tempted to stop counting my calories um, this week. And it, a lot of it happened because I was so busy. It's like, you know, my, my iPhone's downstairs and I'm up here eating breakfast. And it's like, oh, I'm, I know I'm going to put that in when I when I go down into the, the studio. And so I come down and, you know, lo and behold, the next thing I know, I, it, it's the rest of the day and I haven't put in that breakfast. And of course, uh, Father Rocker, it even got worse than that. There were some some of the days this week where I got so busy and and not no so busy that oh my gosh I have no time to pull myself away. I was so busy doing things that I even love. I mean, I just was like the hours flew by and I have yeah. this the one of the nice things about this iPhone application are these things called uh, the, the I'm talking about lose it and mm-hmm. uh, it has motivators and it says, "Hey, if I haven't logged in lunch by 2 p.m., send me a push notification." And I look over to my phone and I'm like, you know what? I need to push. I need to go ahead. And uh, it, it says you haven't put in your lunch. I'm like, oh, crud. I haven't had lunch yet. You know, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. So it's like at that moment, I remembered to go ahead and put in my my banana and uh, the half of the peanut butter sandwich that I had. So I put that in. But I I went back to doing what I was doing and I forgot to eat lunch. And it's like, wow. And then all of a sudden it's it's dinner time. It's like, wow. So now it's dinner time. It's like, I didn't eat lunch. I got lots of calories I can eat. And so dinner time came around. And the next thing I know, I forgot to put my calories in for dinner. And I forgot. It's like, and then the next day came around. And and I'll be honest with you, Father Roderick, it's been probably three or four days since I've put entered in any of my calories. Now, I will say that I've still been eating pretty well, minus the fact that I actually had two days this week where I had zero lunch at all, which is not healthy. Um, it, it, I don't think it's extremely bad to miss a meal. Uh, no. and, and, and I've learned a lot about, you know, how your body averages things out. So it's not a huge deal, but it's not something I want to become a habit. And if I'm not careful, you know, I, you know, I can get my life can get out of balance. So I was tempted to give up on uh, counting calories this week and I gave into that temptation and I don't want to do that anymore. So yeah. there you go. Let's just react to that. Um, uh, the the I think skipping a lunch is not as dramatic as, as skipping uh, breakfast. I was I was talking to another who was it? I was talking to some guy. I don't know. Perhaps during production of a, of my TV show. Anyway, and 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 he was telling me I never eat I never eat breakfast. And the and I was like, oh, I cannot imagine starting my day without breakfast anymore. I used to skip breakfast when I was busy and as, as a student and I was dumb. But <laughs> skipping breakfast is very bad because you need breakfast to get your 
your metabolism started. So you will start to actually, if you eat breakfast, you will lose more weight. It's, it's very contradictory, but that's how it works. Skipping lunch is less dramatic because um, you still have dinner. The problem with skipping lunch is you're going to be ravenous come dinner, dinner time and you will be tempted to overeat. Yes. And that's exactly what I saw with this, this, this guy, the, the, my TV show producer, um, you know, it was like 11 o'clock in the afternoon or in the morning. And, uh, we were working and we still had to do quite a bit of work. Uh, and usually we eat at, at, at one, we have lunch at one. And he was like, I'm starving. I'm starving. And then, you know, one o'clock, he just ate like twice the amount that yeah. was, healthy for him and it's like there you go that's what you get if you don't if you skip a meal i mean your 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 brain does just not doesn't want to stop even if you've had enough so that that's i think that's the danger it is it is absolutely it's it's, it's something i i totally understand that that sometimes life really gets busy that the the important thing is to pick yourself up and uh, start counting again. Well, well, check this out, Father Roderick. Right now, as we speak, I am going in and uh, let's see here. I am going to today adding food, breakfast, and I'm going to my foods. I had a banana this morning and I am adding that. So my breakfast is now logged and I will have lunch today and I will be sure to log it. Cool. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're going to move on to our next uh, segment here. Uh, Father Roger, this is called the master class. You want to explain uh, just a little bit about what we're going to do, and we'll play Joelle's comment uh, that she sent in via voice feedback about splurge days. Yeah, the master class is a, is a new element, as I explained at the beginning of this show, in the Biggest Loser Australia uh, TV show, where they just sit down with the contestants and they talk uh, about you know, just general information. And uh, and oftentimes they have a guest or an expert that will sit down with the contestants and, and it's it's super educational. And I thought, you know, this is this is what we want to do with our podcast. We we you know we this this show is all about learning, learning uh, how how our bodies work, learning how food works, how you know how we can work out what is healthy, what is wise, how to build up um, your 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 fitness levels, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, every week we want to do that. We want to sit down with you as a listener and we want to talk a little bit in depth. And so this week we're, we're going to talk about uh, splurge, splurge days. <laughs> That's right. And I recently shared uh, in an episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life that I had gone out to five guys burgers and fries and i think i even shared that here on the biggest loser with you uh and how many calories that was and and how i felt about it and uh joelle called in and this is what she had to say hi this is joelle calling from missouri and this is for the biggest loser fan podcast show uh i'm calling to say cliff i just listened to your episode about your trip to the hamburger place and um i am all for having uh, splurge days, cheat days, uh, go have your favorite meal you used to have, and that's all okay. But I'm telling you, what happened was you did that backwards. You went out first to the restaurant and then went home and checked the nutrition. Um, I have recently started, when I know that I'm going to go out, I go onto the website, I look up how many calories are in what dishes, because what I think might have more calories may be less. And so I look and see how many calories am I going to be having, and that can keep me from having too many calories in one meal, even if it is my splurge meal. Anyway, good luck to you, and thanks for the podcast. 
All right. Well, thank you, Joel, uh, very much uh, for your audio feedback. And and yeah, I think probably it would have been a much wiser decision for me for uh, to actually check out the calorie intake of Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Although I will tell you, had I done that, I would not have gone to Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Uh, there, <laughs> there's no question. Uh, now, as far as you bring up a, a popular topic and uh, it's one that I think has, a, you know, could be controversial in, in, in the way that people discuss it. And I want to just share right off the bat, although I don't disagree or that I don't do, uh, don't agree with the idea of being all for splurge days. I want to just say that if you do um, and we disagree on this, I hope that we can disagree without it being, you know, uh, you know, a, a downfall. Uh, but I, I just want to say, Father Roger, I am not a fan of splurge days and, and especially the I, I definitely don't like it when we call them cheat days. Uh, but uh, the, the you know, the whole idea of actually saying, you know what, today's the day that I'm going to choose that it's OK to not to do something that is completely unhealthy for me. Well, you know, I think the problem with a, a, a cheat day or a splurge day is that, you know, in itself, it might be something that you can overcome if the rest of your week is balanced and you kind of compensate for it with, you know, a day that the day after you work out a little bit more or you you you're, you kind of minimize your calorie intake. But the, the, the fact still remains that it is old behavior and it will slow down your overall progress because, you know, cheating um splurging like that it will it will send the wrong signal to your brain because a lot of this is just in in between your ears you know it's going to tell your brain oh every once in a while it's okay to just eat whatever i want and to just you know completely forget to care about your health and it, and it can actually become almost like a reward for your for your brain that you know uh this healthy stuff that's actually, that's a pain, you know, but every once in a while we get a break and that's actually what I really want. Mm -hmm. See what I mean? It's like, it's like someone who wants to stop smoking, but instead of, of, of going cold turkey um, and to find replacements for the addiction is like, well, okay, I'm going to not smoke for five days of the week. And then during the weekend, I'm going to uh, smoke two packs of cigarettes. Yeah. In total, you might smoke less than in the past and your, your lungs will not you know, be destroyed as much as, as if you were smoking every day, but it's, it's going to be so much harder to break the habit because every time after a week of not smoking, you will, you will reward yourself with something that you kind of trigger and you kind of combine that with the, the feeling of, of well-being and, oh, this is actually what I want. And so it makes it so hard to actually step over the threshold and, and, and really adopt this new lifestyle. Yeah. And I, I I, I'm all for, you know, if you really want to change, go all the way, be consistent and consistency is even if you're, you're slowly learning how to live healthier, consistency is going to, is going to win you the race. Absolutely. I, and, and, and I, I guess maybe what some people consider splurge days are, are maybe a little different than what I think about when I think of splurge or cheat days or, or whatever, just indulging yourself. Um, the, the high, the, uh, there is exactly what you were just talking about. The fact that sometimes people say, you know, you worked so hard. I deserve this, you know, this ice cream. You know what? I, I think you, you, ice cream can be fine any day, depending on how you've, 
kind of worked out your day and 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 you know and, and whether or not you have a a a a good size portion, you know, are you, are you eating a single portion of ice cream as a dessert after dinner, after eating a b- bunch of healthy stuff and working out and having good physical activity? There's nothing wrong with ever having ice cream. I don't think, but the question is, is, is do I deserve, do I deserve, you know, um, you know, a five cup serving or a two and a half cup serving <laughs> of ice cream with chocolate oh, sauce okay. and, and all this other and whipped cream on. I don't, my body doesn't ever deserve that because that's never healthy for my body. Yeah. And so, yes. so I, I have a real struggle with rewarding ourselves. And for me, and the other thing is, is you actually uh, equate it to cigarettes and father Roderick for me, Emotional eating isn't a food is an addiction for me. There there have been some foods that I have identified that are addicting foods. These are foods that you know what it's probably best that I just stay away from this altogether. French fries yeah. have been that for me. Ah, okay. I've yeah. I've never you know these deep fried potatoes. These things have been something mm-hmm. that has there really is especially when there's absolutely no nutritional value at all. It's like why do why do I gravitate towards this? And it's usually just a comfort food. And it's like why do I need that? And it's like I don't ever want to get to the place where I say, you know what? I've worked so hard at something. I'm now going to reward myself by just with a food item and 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 that's that's been a real struggle for me and and i will tell you that that it's when i give in to quote unquote i deserve this or ah this is it it does it even makes me feel even better and it's kind of like returning to that drug yeah yeah and i think you can you can um combat this by by focusing more on the quality of what you eat and spend a little bit more time, you know, for instance, experimenting with new recipes, with the healthy ingredients, and to start to really savor everything you eat, also the healthy stuff, instead of, you know, yes. kind of offsetting that with, oh, I'm just going to eat junk food during a splurge day and then tomorrow I'll make up for it by by running or by working out. You know, that in itself is already a risk because are you really, are you really going, going to do that? But, but, uh, but also it's, it's, it's an artificial separation between, you know, what feels good and this kind of almost childlike behavior, you know, I'm just going to eat whatever I want and, and then I'm not going to care. And then tomorrow I'm going to care again. It's, it's not good. I'd rather like, for instance, my, the way that I have combated my uh, addiction to potato chips was by, uh, by eating um, vegetables um, as a snack. And I would just take celery, for instance, cut it up in small pieces and just eat that. And yeah, it's different from, from, uh, from, from, uh, um, let's say the, the, the potato chips, but you, you can create new habits like that. And it's actually, or you have these mini tomatoes, you know, the, the, the small snack tomatoes, that's, that's great as a, as a snack and a one a cup of, of these mini tomatoes is the same price as, as a big bag of, of chips. So it's, it's, you know, the money is, it's no difference, but it's just creating consistency in, in, in your new lifestyle instead of living this, this almost this, this disparity, this duality in your life, because there are days that I'm, you know, living the new life and there are days that I'm just, I just forget about everything that I learned and I just splurge and I just, you know, I don't care anymore. Right. I think every... Every day counts. Now, can I just say, and, and, and I'd love your, your thoughts on this, Father Roderick. I, I do think that it's okay in this new life that I'm living that there are days that, you know, there's a special celebration dinner 
we're going out and you know there's this fancy restaurant and you know they have this this steak dinner and you know you know it's like you know what it's it's it there is this time when you know what my calorie intake for this meal is going to be well above what i normally would consume now i don't consider that to be a splurge day but i do consider that to be you know what number one if i know that it's coming ahead of time i can prepare by saying you know what let me do some extra physical activity today to actually earn the calories that that's going to consume um and and stuff like that, but the other I thing talk- is, but well, the, the the thing is, what what you do then is is you you don't shut down your brain. It's something that you still do on purpose, and and you've thought about it, and it is part of you know responsible choices. Yes. and and sometimes you you can't afford to eat ice cream. And sometimes you can, you know, have a party uh, and really enjoy a good meal because it's it's part of balanced life. It's balanced life doesn't doesn't mean that you can never enjoy anything and that you only eat celery, uh, you know, three times a day. Uh, but 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 the, the idea of splurging and having a cheat day that is like, oh, I'm not going to think about my health anymore. I'm going to, sh- you know, I'm I'm just I don't want to think about that. And and, and that's that I think is the danger of that uh, of that idea. I, I totally agree. Because and, and again, I think some people are thinking, you know, well, Cliff, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You, there are days when you know it's okay to go over your calorie limit, and you know, and 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 don't be so hard on yourself. And I totally get that. You can't be too hard on yourself, especially. But but there's but the idea and 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 this and I think you and I are on the same page when we think of these splurge days. It's it's the days. Those are those are considered days where everything we've learned about eating a good, healthy meal and stuff like this is the day that it's totally okay to get the bag of chips out, you know, the the big, huge family size bag of Doritos and sit in front of the TV and just, you know what, it's Sunday, it's splurge day. Today's the one day of the week that I actually get to eat an entire family size bag of Doritos. <laughs> that that's when when I say that I don't believe in splurge days or cheat yeah. days and see, and that's what I consider I consider that to be cheating my body I consider that to be cheating my health and cheating yeah. the process and robbing me of all the hard work that I've done so and, and and so when I think cheat day I think of well this is the day where the quote unquote rules of of health do not apply and yeah. and I don't believe in those. I believe <laughs> that you know what it's it's okay for me to have Doritos any day of the week as long as I'm keeping it in check. And if I go to a party and there are there are Doritos out, the thing is is it's never okay. I don't believe for me to sit down and for an entire three hour p- period of time to consume you know fifteen ounces of Doritos. It's it's just not okay. That that is not healthy. And that would be the same as an alcoholic going to the bar and say, yeah, I'm just going to have four or five or six beers. I haven't had any in four or five months. Good, a good analogy. I mean, the, the key to success of all these seven step programs is if, if you've ever been an alcoholic, then, you know, it's cold turkey and it is consistency and you cannot. The risk of falling back in your old lifestyle is so big. Because that's how your brain has been wired for years and years and years, and if you trigger that, you can you can you can easily fall back, and and it, you know you make it so much harder on yourself. 
Yeah, I, I and I think some, you know, like Springbrook is on our chat room says splurge days aren't good when you're just starting out losing weight, but once you've been doing it for a while, it kind of it it, it it can make sense and and stuff like that. And, and I think the idea, and I think it's just the different language that we're using. Splurge days to me mean I think something a little different than somebody who is actually a little bit has more of an, a balanced approach. And, yeah, as long as long as you just don't shut down your brain, do yeah. everything deliberately, and 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 then yes, if you've proven that you can live a balanced lifestyle, that there's nothing wrong to every once in a while, you know, get a, a small plate of French fries or an ice cream, as long as it's all part of a purposeful lifestyle, and that's that's kind of the point that I want to make. Exactly. Let's move on. Yes. What's next, Father Roderick? Uh, I want to. I want to. Uh, talk a little bit about the challenge part. Uh, you know, Cliff, I'm, I'm always, I want to be inspired. I, I need some encouragement, uh, uh, especially when it comes to physical exercise, because I, I failed miserably this week. I, I promised last week that I would uh, give you a, a review of the Biggest Loser We workout. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I, I want to hear from you also. Did, did you do any type of physical exercise? And I just need some motivation because I, I, I did it this morning. I finally got myself the Wii Balance Board. And I so I was finally pushing myself to, okay, you got to do the Wii workout because you got to give a review of that thing. And I stopped after 10 minutes. I was like, I cannot do this. And I copped out and I just quit. Oh, I'm man. terrible. I feel terrible. And of course, I've got a gazillion excuses. The first and the most important excuse was that I chose the 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 biggest. Um, so I, I restarted the program because now I've got this balance board, and so you got to. My my old profile on the on the program was based on just the remote control, but um, so now that I have the balance board, I created a new profile, and I I chose the the hardest workout regime for four weeks. And I chose Bob Harper as my trainer. And he killed me. I was just in <laughs> pain. I was I, I was almost crying. I felt like this is worse than the biggest loser on TV. <laughs> and I think that one of the problems that I have is I, I noticed that uh, there must be something wrong with my right shoulder. I think it's it's perhaps a little bit of um, inflammation, perhaps because I've been working a lot at the computer. But I had to do the yoga thing, you know, where you do the... Um, you, you you you're you do you're doing the plank on one hand and my shoulder was just on fire i i just couldn't do it and the, the pro, one of the problems of this biggest loser week workout is that you cannot pause it, it and and i think that, that that is normal because it's you know in reality you you don't want to if if you're working with the real bob and jillian they're not going to give you a pause they're not going to tell you oh you poor you let's right. let's break but but Man, it was hurting so much. And then, you know, after 10 minutes, I was like, I cannot do this. I have to stop. And so I felt miserable because I didn't run. I didn't do any other form of exercise this week. And so the only thing I did was 10 minutes on the stupid Nintendo Wii game. I feel so bad. Well, Father Roderick, if you're looking for an incur- or, uh, inspiration from me, I, I, I have to tell you, um, I don't have it in the area of physical activity this week. Uh, I, I do have, I, I, and I just want to say that I want to, I want to preface this by saying, okay, I, there's no excuse for me to not get physical activity in this week. But I, I will tell you that I am, I have been doing things this week that are preparing a foundation for some amazing stuff in my life. 
And, 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 and so if anything, I want to tell you that, um, one of the things that's been going on in my life since, uh, I guess back in November, I I've actually got back into the habit of, of working, you know, somewhere between 10 to 14 hour days, six days a week. Uh, and that's because of just the sheer amount of, uh, different things that my, that I have going on as far as different revenue streams, equipment sales, consulting, you know, podcast production, just all this other stuff that I've got going on, um, it, it's just caused me to be working around the clock. And one of the things that has happened recently is I have really stepped back from all of that and I'm taking control of my time. I'm actually taking control and I am I'm literally becoming very serious about how I earn money and and choosing what areas uh, of that I currently work in am I going to stop working in and 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 the what the, the areas that I'm going to continue to work in how I'm going to work them and what hours I'm going to work so I've actually I've, I've looked at some things pretty seriously one of the things that I've done recently is my equipment sales for a minimum of two weeks I've completely halted all equipment sales which cuts out four hours of my day every day I've just wow. anybody who has asked me to help them, you know, via email to figure out what's the right equipment for them. Um, I, I get those all day long, cut out four hours of my day. I just simply respond with an email that is pre-written up explaining why for the next two weeks I'm not doing equipment sales. And my inbox is like wiped out clean, like in no time. Um oh. And so what happened was I found out that I was making about $7,000 every four months in profit. But if I, one of the things that I learned is that if I equal up the number of hours that it takes me to earn that amount of profit, it comes down to about somewhere between twelve to thirty-two dollars an hour is what I'm earning, and most of the time it's down to the twelve dollars an hour. And that may Gosh. not that may not sound like a, a bad income if you're working as an employee, but when that's your business income. Uh, I'm yeah. telling you, you just can't support a family of five on that. And so it made sense for me to say, you know what? I'm cutting this out. And I'm actually, when I actually bring it back after two weeks, it's, I'm only going to be selling like four different things and nothing <laughs> and nothing beyond that. And uh, instead I'm going to focus on the consulting work that brings me in $150 an hour, which currently I've been saying, you know, I, I've had people who says, Cliff, I want to hire you. Uh, and I said, great. I have, I have a spot open a week and a half from now. And the the problem is, is people don't want to wait. I mean, well, they everybody has waited. But the thing is, is, why have I been putting them off? Well, because I need to block out four hours of my day every day to manage my equipment side of the business. So I'm cutting mm. that out. And then what I... Yeah, so you're trying to... Um, to kind of rearrange your life so that you that every hour that you work is more efficient and and brings in more revenue so it, that you don't have to work you know all these extra hours just for uh, you know twelve dollars an hour exactly and so now and and then what i'm doing is i'm actually saying i'm only doing consulting on tuesdays and wednesdays and for those who can't do it during normal business hours i do have two open slots on monday evenings this is freeing up my entire day Monday, my entire day Friday, and my entire day Saturday. Those three days can be for me working on my business to help me find new, more profitable, more efficient ways to spend my time. And it's freeing up my nights and my weekends to be with my family, which is what I've always desired. And and so I will tell you that that I've already got the benefit of freeing up my schedule. And so that's why I say I have no excuses, Father Roderick. There have been multiple times this week that I've had the free time that I could without obligation of somebody I had to talk on the phone with 
I I could be I could be out running, walking, doing all kinds of exercise. But instead, what I have done this week is I've actually lit, sit, sit, been sitting down with all this new stuff going through my mind, just actually arranging when am I going to do uh, equipment sales, changing my website to display different things and putting together products where people can buy stuff for me so that I can actually automate that. So a lot of things, you know, these changes require a lot of work that, quote unquote, I could step away from any given minute of the day. So... Yeah. I've been fighting that, but so yeah, this week I'm going to continue to work on this process, but I am going to get the physical activity in. So when you ask me next week, I will be ready to inspire you, my, my friend. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, let's uh, let's go to the final few elements of uh, today's show, and that is, of course, also always a part of every Biggest Loser, wherever it is in the world, the weigh-in. Time I- to... T- other of our progress or the lack thereof (laughs) yes and i'll tell you what last week we had shared our little planning session talking about some of the differences that we're going to be doing here we played the beginning of tim's voicemail and for those who didn't get it last week i'm going to go ahead and play the full thing again and this time we're going to play it all the way through because he has an encouraging story and then we'll tell what happened when we stepped on the scale this week hello cliff and father roderick this is tim calling in from wisconsin I'm a new listener uh, to your Biggest Loser podcast. Just started listening in January, and I've enjoyed listening to you guys during every episode since then. I know that you're both dealing with your own weight management journeys, and I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed listening to both your triumphs and the struggles that you're having along the way. I wanted to briefly share with you a little bit about my journey so that hopefully you and other listeners like me can find some inspiration in my story and know that personal success is within reach. I played baseball throughout high school and college, and that forced me to work out probably two or more hours every day. I was always on the heavier side, but it wasn't until I stopped playing ball when I really started to rack up the pounds. I'm estimating I probably added on about 100 pounds within the first year after I stopped playing ball. And then over the next 10-year period, I gained about 157 pounds, which put me at 407 pounds at my heaviest point. By the end of April 2009, weighing in at 404 pounds, I finally committed myself to making lifestyle changes to get my weight under control and to get my life back. I started with changing my eating habits and walking. That's it. Every day I would walk two and a quarter miles during my lunch break at work, and I managed my calories by staying under 2,000 per day and watching my fat intake. By August, I had lost roughly 60 pounds, and decided that I was finally comfortable enough with myself to join my local gym. Since August, I've pushed myself to work out five times a week at the gym, and I'm proud to say that I've lost a total of 142 pounds and now weigh 262. My goal is to reach the 100s and tip the scales at 199, and then I want to find out what my comfortable weight is, which may or may not be below the 200 mark. It's remarkable to finally have my life back. What better rewards are there than to be able to play with my son and my new baby doing May without limits, to have my wife finally be able to reach her arms all the way around me while giving me a hug, and to be able to sit in a booth at a restaurant without always having to ask for a table with chairs because I was too big to sit in the booth, or to go to a sporting event and actually be able to sit in a stadium chair. Not to mention, I feel great. I look forward to your podcast, hearing other stories of their weight loss journeys 
help keep myself motivated to lose the rest of my 63 pounds. I'm beginning to train for a 10K in July, and trust me, I need all the motivation I can get to attain that goal. Good luck to all of your listeners on their personal journeys. Hopefully they can turn my success story into one of their own. Thank you for your podcast. It's truly inspirational. Well, Tim, your story is quite inspirational my, uh, itself, my friend. I was so glad that he called that in. Wow, he's lost 142 pounds. Yeah, and, and he's gained so much confidence. You can just tell that he's so so much happier now. I, it, wow, that, that, that's how I want to feel. <laughs> exactly. I, and I, can I just say, I know what it's like to feel the awesomeness of having your wife to be able to wrap her arms around you when she gives you a hug. Uh, Stephanie's actually commented on that. And, and I also, I want to say that uh, at my highest weight, I was starting to have troubles uh, sitting in a booth at a restaurant. Whoa. And that, yeah. and it was, and then not to mention the fact of going to an amusement park with my kids and not being able to, to get into uh, a roller coaster, you know, just barely being able to get that little uh, protection to, to click down one spot. And boy, was that painful. Uh, so, uh. so it, I, I, I know exactly. And, and I am, I'm able to now get into the roller coasters. No problem at all. Uh, I'm able to sit at a, at a booth at a restaurant with no problem at all. Now, uh, some exciting stuff. So let, let's, let's tell a little bit about what's going on. Father Roderick, I, I got on the scale this week and I, I weigh in on Mondays. Usually I'm trying to switch it back to t- on Sundays, but, um, I, I weighed in this week. I've been fluctuating between 216, 214, 216, 214. Uh, and, and this week I got on the scale and I'm once again 216. Uh, so so I, I kind of went back up again to 216. I started out at 268 pounds uh, and my goal is to get down to 155. And I'm currently, I'm stuck at this you know, I'm, I'm down 52 pounds still. So by the way, to, to go up two pounds, I always look at it this way. I'm still down to 52 pounds, you know, and, and I've had this fluctuation, but again, it, it, father, Roderick, I'm, I'm still working on getting back to that mindset. And you know what? The weather is warmer. And, and I'll tell you what, I'm making this commitment right now. I'm after we're finished here, this episode's not getting, getting put up right away. I'm going to go walk for an hour before I come back and, and finish this episode. Cool. <laughs> now I have to take up the gauntlet and do it myself as well. I, uh, I weighed in uh, this morning at uh, 157.5 pounds, which is 71.5 kilo. I have been at 150 pounds uh, in, uh, in November, which was the perfect weight for me. It was, but, uh, you know, I had run a marathon and everything. I was super healthy. I was working out almost every day. And so I've been gaining quite a bit over win- the winter time. And the, the thing that I noticed lately is that even though I'm not, you know, I'm not really overweight anymore, um, and it looks as if I am stable. In fact, I noticed that I'm getting flubbier. You know, my, 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 my belly is like, it's starting to become more and more, you know, kind of pear-shaped. So I I think that what's happening is that despite the fact that I'm not gaining that much weight, I am losing muscle mass and it's being replaced with fat. And so that is not a very good thing. So I need, I want to go back to 150, which for my height is, is, is a good weight. 
but more importantly, I, I need to work on on building lean muscle tissue again and, and get rid of the, all the flubbiness. The lava handles are, are, are slowly getting back in my life and I don't want them anymore. <laughs> and so I think I need to up it up a notch and, uh, and get, you know, gazelle intense. I, I just feel that I need now that the winter seems to be over here in the Netherlands, I need to stop making excuses and yeah. start running. And yeah, curse those excuses. <laughs> all right yeah, well, hey, jealous. <laughs> well i'll tell you what i'm i'm eager to to get, actually believe it or not i'm actually eager to end this episode <laughs> so that i can go out and walk I, i'm looking hey, forward to it i'm gonna join you i'm i make this commitment as soon as the show is over i'm gonna put on my running shoes and i'm gonna go out the door as well Hey, I want to encourage people to give us a call and to to start sharing their feedback on our voicemail feedback hotline, 859-795-4067. And, and here's a couple of things since we are splitting this up, you know, uh, if you want to if you want to share your weigh ins, uh, if you can do it in 10 seconds or less, less uh, you, I'll be happy to include your weigh ins. Just say, hey. I'm excited, you know, I, I just weighed in and I've just dropped two pounds and, and just tell us how many total pounds that is. Or, or if you want to say, yeah, I weighed in today and I went up and, you know, just to say that we can include that and it's, the shorter, the better, the more we can fit in. Uh, but of course, we also want to encourage you to share with us uh, your, your educational thoughts of the day or, or other kinds of comments, anything related to what we talk about. You can have a comment about one or two minutes in length, uh, and we can include that in certain segments here as well as you think it might be uh, fitting for our show. Again, the voicemail feedback hotline is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 859-795-4067. And of course, you can always um, check out our website at biggestloserpodcast.com. There is link to the Facebook fan page, and there's also a section where you can leave comments on the show notes uh, for each of our episodes. Father Roderick, do you want to uh, tell somebody about another show that you produce, something they can listen to between now and next week? Yeah, um, I'm doing a weekly show called The Break, which is a, a, about an hour long, and it's a mix of um, you know movie reviews. I talk about the latest techn- technology uh, stuff, that the, the, the new gadgets and everything. Uh, we talk about news, about trends, about you know anything that I'm passionate about, and it's it's a lot of fun to make that show. It's uh, kind of the continuation of a what used to be a daily show called the Daily Breakfast, and so it's now just a weekly break. Um, and 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 I'm always broadcasting that live on Monday um, at uh, I think 3 p.m. my time, so that would be nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So you can uh, can uh, go to, over to sqpn.com and. And, and watch me record the show live on Ustream. Folks, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, I've been listening to The Break ever since it was uh, first formed. I've, I've, I've Actually, I think I've only missed a total of maybe two episodes total since the very beginning. And it is a great show. Go check it out at sqpn.com. I, it's, it's actually the one podcast that I never miss an episode of. I, I, I just It's the one that I've always been subscribed to. Father Roderick, you were actually the second podcast I ever found. Wow. So, so I've been I've been listening since the old days. But anyway, um, another show that I do, if anybody's out there, you have a business, a small business uh, that you want to promote and extend your brand online, I do a podcast called The Podcast Answer Man. 
Uh, in fact, that's one of the things I do uh, to earn a living here is uh, do podcast and new media coaching and consulting. So check that out, podcastanswerman.com. Father Roderick, we're going to come back next week and we're going to sa- we're going to have all sorts of inspiration to give to our audience because we're going to change some radically or uh, live some radically different lives this week, I think, right? Absolutely. I'm I'm already looking forward to next week. Awesome. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Go and watch The Biggest Loser somewhere. Give us a call, let us know your feedback, and we'll talk to you next week. Until next time, be a loser. Be a loser.